0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Greener Postures podcast. Um, I just wanted to jump on and give a little uh, bonus episode, I guess, maybe supplemental episode to the one that we just released. We, um, I released the holiday gifting overshare episode this morning, and that was recorded last night with my friend Tammy of Dirty Hands Podcast. We talked about all the different gifts that you can give for your uh, holiday, uh, Christmas, whatever gifts, um, but all DIY, do-it-yourself, homemade goods, things that you can make throughout the year even and be giving at holiday time. Since then, I've been really reflecting on that episode and thinking about it. And While we talked a lot about the logistics of the things that we could give, I didn't really bring up my philosophy of gift giving and my hope and want for my own holiday season. And I didn't really talk about um, knowing you're the recipient of the gift, right? I talked about... Broad kind of crafts that I can make in bulk that I like to give to pretty much everyone I know throughout the holiday season. Like any any friend that I see, people that you wouldn't actually go buy a gift for because you're not going to spend the holidays with them. More like uh, Christmas cards that you give to people in person or maybe even send through the mail. Some of you might have already got some of my jam in the mail. Um, so my overall philosophy for the holidays is to keep it simple because I really feel like I was totally roped into this psyop of what Christmas was from the time that I was a little kid, um, believing in Santa, um, being disappointed if you didn't get whatever new stupid talking doll or karaoke machine or Play-Doh set when you're a little kid, to then feeling the pressure as you get older to be buying all these things and finding the perfect gift for everyone that you know and love feeling pressure for not having money, which has been something that's, since I was a child, we've never, I've never been part of a rich family. And I could see the stress that it caused my parents and my um, other adults in my life. When Christmas would come, they felt like they didn't have enough. There was too much to do. Um, All the, the decorating and all these things and lots of, lots and lots and lots of plastic garbage. So when you're poor, to feel like there's a big holiday. It seems like people fill their stockings full of dollar store crap that's going to get thrown in the garbage within the next year, if not sooner. And I now have been strategically, intentionally trying to change that pattern in my life as an adult so that my kids don't have to feel that same way through the season. And this season, I really believe the meaning behind is to be reflective and quiet and slowed down and more subdued, to eat warm, nourishing foods, to enjoy warm herbs and spices, to take care of yourself and nourish yourself for the coming year. And part of that is reflecting on what's already happened and looking forward to what you're going to do in your future. And I think a lot of people naturally become kind of retrospective and quiet around this time of year. And I think that can easily turn into to depression when you're forced to go faster and move quicker and make decisions and spend money and have all these people relying on you that are gonna be disappointed in you if you don't pull off this wonderful holiday, all while still working full time, all while still moving at the same pace you do all year. I think our society is basically designed to have winter be extremely difficult. That's why it's sad like things like suicides are up during this time. Seasonal affective disorder. Is it really lack of the sun? Or is it this idea that we're living against nature's rhythms and we're trying to live at a summertime pace in the in the cold of winter and the dark of winter? That's a great question to pose. So when we talked to, um, in our episode about holiday gift giving, I talked about making candles, making salves, making other kind of lotions, balms, soaps. We talked about, we didn't talk about sugar scrub, but that's one I've made and given as gifts before. We talked about doing cookie or brownie mixed jars that you make the mix yourself. It's in a jar, it's layered, it looks pretty. We talked about all of these different kinds of things that you can make yourself. I talked about how I like to give things that we do special here. Like we give our sausage that we make from scratch or we give I'll give like to give sourdough bread Um, homemade things that I'm really feel like I'm, I'm good at that other people might not do or have time to do themselves and things that I'm known for that people are now looking forward to getting from me. Now I like to give to people who want those things. I don't like to give my, homemade holiday jam to a jerk coworker that thinks that canning is going to give you botulism. That would be counterintuitive. To think that my canned good would go home with somebody and get thrown in the garbage because they think that it's going to poison them is horrifying. So I'm never gonna put my love and energy and into harvesting fruit off my own homestead and processing it into a jam to just give it away to somebody who's not going to appreciate it at all so that's where i kind of want to bring in like know your recipient who are you giving the gift for because i like to do things in big batches so i like to do make gifts and crafts in big batches and then i have those on hand to give to people whenever somebody stops by or i see them in the holiday But I wouldn't just give that to anybody. I would give that to somebody who is at least leaning towards the lifestyle that we partake in or has some kind of appreciation or understanding for it minimally they have trust in me and my processes. So people who've come into my home that I have fed before that understand that I can my own food and have tried my jam and like it, they might get some jam. Other people who like my sourdough bread might get bread. The person I know is gluten-free is not going to get a loaf of sourdough bread, right? Obviously. But then there's some other nuances because people do have, have just succumbed to the commercialism of Christmas and they think a handmade gift is a cop-out and, for people who don't make things by hand, don't craft things, don't harvest things off their land and process them, they might not have the same appreciation for that craft as you do. They might not realize that crocheting a blanket is, you know, sometimes hundreds of dollars depending on the kind of materials you're buying, and a hundred hours depending on how quick you are. So, Why would you make a homemade quilt for someone who you know is very, very fussy about their interior decor and they would never be caught dead with a quilt? that is something we definitely didn't talk about in the episode. And it was just kind of bugging me as I was thinking about it. It's like, there's so many other people that are talking about the same thing we did on that podcast, which is all these cool little crafts that you can do. And none of the things that I brought up in that, the long list of things that I've done before are anything new and spectacular. I got my ideas most of the time from the internet, from Instagram reels, uh, previously from Pinterest. And those were great ideas. And did I execute them exactly as those tutorials told me to? No, I definitely didn't because I always modify things for what I have on hand and what I like and what I prefer. Um, but I did get good ideas from all these people putting things out online. And I think that's amazing. But don't get so excited that you forget that there's, um, the people you're giving the gifts to might not have that same excitement as you do. Now, interestingly enough, after I released the episode, which I set up to release um, first thing this morning, uh, last night, I went to bed, I woke up this morning, I looked at um, iTunes, or what's it called now? Apple Podcasts, to see what podcasts were available and what I might listen to today if I had any time. And I noticed that um, Jill Winger's, I think it's Old Fashioned On Purpose is the name of the podcast, I'm not actually sure, but that's the name of her website. No, it's Pioneer Something. Anyway, I think it's Old Fashioned On Purpose is the name of the, the podcast. And Jill Winger is a well-known homesteading lady, entrepreneur, like very good at promoting herself, um, blogger, uh, blog recipes, homesteady kind of stuff, YouTube channel, all of that. She has been in the game for a long time. She's been doing this for fi- more than 10 years, probably a lot longer bef- than before everybody had a homestead and everybody had a homestead blog or even, um, you know, home, stay at home mom type food blogs. And um, her, her episode title was Christmas gift ideas or something like that. And I was like, oh, whoa, she's talking about the same thing that we just put out and talked about last night. Let's see what she has to say. And so I turned that on. I have not finished the episode, but I probably will. And she was mentioning many of the same crafts as us, but she has a, a book that she's selling, an ebook for $7. It's 100 pages and it's got recipes for all this stuff. But she's smart. She's smarter than I am because I give this shit away for free and I'm not very organized yet. But she has, you know, years of all these recipes that she's already put together. So she compiled them in a quick ebook so people can buy it and it's convenient and it's got all the measurements for things like candles and and brownie mix and cookie mix and whatever else she talked about. But what she was talking about a lot is that uh, she called it um, non-tacky Christmas gift ideas. And she was talking a lot about how homemade gifts are tacky and people think that they're tacky. And I get what she's saying completely, because that's also what I've been saying in this little episode. But it bugs me a lot. What kind of people do you want to have in your life? Do you want to have people that you feel like... You are going to offend them by giving them something that was homemade that you really put care into and thought into and time into. Um, I know the thought that counts is kind of cliche, but there's very much truth to it. But it's also like if they respect you enough that they would maybe see the value in what you were giving them. Um, so I would say to you, don't worry too much if your gifts are tacky as much as that you put a lot of effort and thought into them, and you know, they're really good, then don't give them to somebody who thinks that that homemade gifts are tacky. Maybe we should choose the people that we have in our lives. And you can't always there's people that are in your life that you maybe even want in your life that don't see things just as you do. And that's fine. And I have those people in my life too. But I already know that I'm not giving them something for Christmas besides Merry Christmas. And maybe even that's a Merry Christmas love you because they're your family. But why would you put that time and effort into something, again, that's going to get thrown in the garbage or made fun of or whatever? It's, it's a waste of time. So I also didn't get into asking Tammy. She's got a really big family. I think she mentioned how many grandkids she has, which is shocking because she looks like she's my age. She, she said she had like 11 grandkids. Um, sorry if that was wrong, Tammy. Uh, but she has a lot of people in her immediate family that probably rely on gifts. And I'm sure that she's making custom gifts for those people. She knows them well, right? I don't give Chud, my husband, uh, a jar of jam for Christmas. He gets jam every day as uh, that he wants. He helped me pick the berries. I give Chud something that I thought of, and I'm not going to say it in case he listens to the episode, but my son, older son and I have picked out a really cool gift for him this year. And it's something that we think he might like, but not something he would think to buy for himself. And we had put thought into it for a long time and we've already purchased it and you know, hidden it and it's, it's ready to, to wrap for him and put under the tree when we get our tree up. Um, same with my older son, like we've been playing a lot of games together. And I have found some ideas of things that he might like, and so I bought him something. Um, I have in the past made my son stuff. I made him a granny square crocheted blanket that looked like an 8-bit Mario character. So if you know video games at all, you know what I'm talking about. If you know granny square blankets at all, then you can understand how that might come together. Um, But I'm not crocheting very much anymore. But that was super special to him. And it was a big surprise on Christmas morning. And while he was young and couldn't appreciate how much effort went into that and how much time, um, over time, I know he will. Uh, he, he really loved that blanket. And we've taken special care of it. And um, I'd like to do the same thing with my little guy, my younger son, who's only two now. But right now, he doesn't really care. You know, he's not. the, the Christmas is going to be what it's supposed to be, which is fun getting together with family, events meals and just the excitement of of the warm house with people in it. So keeping things simple and keeping your expectations simple, I think makes for a happier holiday. And while I say holiday, yes, it's all focused on Christmas, but I'm thinking of when about when the solstice happens, which is around the 21st, roughly between the 17th and the 24th or something, I turn inward and get quiet. And I wanna spend less time with people outside of my family. I want less interactions with the outside and more time to think about projects that I'm working on and manifesting and praying and being thoughtful about how I want my life to go and what I want to do in the future. I don't want the, sees the fall end and the winter beginning to come in with this like gross consumerist plastic shitty mean people everyone's angry let's hurry and rush through it and get it over that's not Christmas and there's been so many times in my life where if that was what Christmas was and I don't want that anymore and I am now the mom of the house and I have some control over that So I'm limiting who I invite to our gatherings. And it's very, very small because that's where I feel comfortable. And we have a small family and we will have small gatherings with other people as we need to. And those things will be nice too, but nothing big, nothing extravagant. I don't have to worry about the house being completely spick and span and every decoration being up, even though my two-year-old toddler is ripping everything down and trying to smash it. I can just take a breath and enjoy the processes that we do this time of year, enjoying the fruits of our labor through the summer and the fall, where we've gathered and stored so many wonderful things. I can bake a peach pie from the peaches that we preserved. I can bake a pie um, with the pear and cardamom that I um, filling that I made. Man, that's good. That's the best I've made. Yet I should I winged that one so I should write that recipe down for sure because that was so good, you know making things that you don't normally make. We make popcorn a lot this time of year. Maybe we should string it. That's a thing you see on old movies. I bet it would be fun and it's good for fine motor skills and hand eye coordination for kids. Um, we we did some arts and crafts crap yesterday. I've never been one to to do that with my kids much, but they really enjoy it. And and what I think I realize more now that I'm getting older is. A moment for me is much longer for a little person. So if you make this moment for you, it takes five minutes and then you clean up. They remember those things. And it was a big deal to them to, the, you know, do this invisible ink project and then paint over it and it turned bright red. Yeah, it was something quick that I saw on Instagram and it was really fun. Um, the little guy got in on it too. It was a bit messy. We cleaned up and we were finished making foods that my kids love and my husband loves and getting people in on it with me in the kitchen is really fun having music on in the house having our christmas lights on those things are what makes the holidays fun and part of it for me is making things and giving them to people that i really care about but i am careful with who i decide to care about in that way that i would share myself because the people in your life are really, really important, and you want to save that good energy for the ones that want to reciprocate that. Don't waste energy on people trying to impress them with your homemade gifts when you know they have no appreciation for, for anything homemade. If they're wanting the new Balenciaga handbag for their um, for their Christmas gift, and you give them a jar of peach jam, I think they might be disappointed. And then also, you should probably just not hang out with that person if you can help it, okay? Okay. <laughs> So I don't know any in my, I I didn't even know that name of that designer until this last week, and I don't know anyone in my life who would want that. So I think I'm doing okay. Anyway, I didn't want this to be too heavy. I just kept thinking about our last episode. And while I like the Greener Postures podcast to be about things that you can do, I like to also talk a lot about my philosophy of why. And so I'm here to talk about my reasoning, why I make handmade gifts and why I want to give them to certain people, and why I don't want to waste my energy on others. And how that's okay. I'm not taking anything away from someone else or being rude. I'm just making sure that I protect my energy and my efforts. And I think that that has helped me be happier, especially during this time of year. So if you have any thoughts on this, if you want to add anything, I would love it if you reached out. You can DM me or email me. If you have any more ideas for cool crafts, send me something on Instagram and I'll add it to my stories. I've been doing uh, stories with other ideas. Saw some really cool, you know, winter cleaner stuff that had a bunch of infused herbs and 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 spruce tree kind of stuff, citrus, and I I am just really inspired by all these things people are doing out there, and it's really really cool. And they can make pretty videos and put them up online, and I love it. So. I'm, I'm inspired to make a few new things and I'm, I'm getting some citrus to dehydrate, to make, um, a garland for the tree. And I'm, I've never done that before. I've, I've dehydrated citrus and I use it in my tea, but I've never decorated with it. And I'm, I'm excited to try that. So if you have any other ideas for holiday gifts, or if you have any other, anything to add to what I've talked about here about, um, knowing the, uh, the, getter of your gift giving and understanding how to kind of protect your energy this time of year and work with the rhythm of nature. Um, just reach out. I'd love to talk to you. Thanks for listening. I'm Lanny and this was the greener postures podcast. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at greener postures and subscribe to my YouTube channel preserving today by going to youtube.com slash at greener postures. Questions, feedback, or would you like to be a guest on the show? Send me a DM or you can email me at greenerpostures at PM.me. I'd love to hear from you. If you're interested in attending one of my online workshops and joining the exclusive Greener Postures Telegram group chat, go to my website, greenerpostures.com workshops. I hope to see you there.